Step 7. Follow. Week 2, Day 5. Follow Christ. Love others. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me love others with the love of Christ. God loved you first. Before anyone else loved you and before you loved him, God loved you. His love did not depend upon something good you did. His love did not rely upon your love for him. He even loved you while you were helpless and rebelling against him. Before you were born, the Father gave the greatest gift a loving parent can give, the life of his beloved only Son, so that you could know his love and become his child. The Son of God also loved you first. He considered your needs above his own honor and comfort. He willingly sacrificed his life to pay for your sins. He came as a humble servant to reveal God's love and offer you a new life at the expense of his own. 1 John 4 verse 19 says, God first loved us. Romans 5 verse 6 to 8 says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In Mark 10, verse 45, Jesus said, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As Jesus approached his death, he gave this command to those who would follow him and carry on his mission. In John 13, verse 34 to 35, Jesus said, A new commandment I give to you that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The world will know you follow Christ by your Christ-like love. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. Has anyone sacrificially loved you? Explain how this love changed you. If you cannot think of anyone, Write about Jesus. Question 2. Describe a time when the radical love of a Christian or a Christian's poor behavior altered your opinion of Jesus. How did this affect your own relationship with God? Jesus was a servant who loved with humility, sacrifice, and purpose. The story of Christ's final supper with his disciples is in John 13, verse 1 to 15, which says, Jesus knew that this hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments, and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, 
The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, Not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you also should do just as I have done to you. The use of sandals made it necessary to wash feet repeatedly every day. This was always done when entering a house. It was a sign of hospitality and good manners to perform this duty to a visitor. At early dates, this service was considered one of the lowest tasks of servants. If done voluntarily by a host, it was a sign of complete devotion. Here are some observations we can take from this scripture. One of Jesus' final illustrations for his disciples was an act of service fit for a slave. The teacher and Lord, God in the flesh, lowered himself to a position of a servant by washing the disciples' feet. It demonstrated the Father's love and foreshadowed Christ's self-sacrificial death on the cross. Judas, Jesus' betrayer, was present. At first, Peter rejected Jesus' act of humiliation. But when told that he must receive Christ's offering to be clean and have a share with him, Peter accepted. Though washed, Judas was not clean. He had rejected Christ in his heart. Jesus set an example of humble love and service to all, even enemies and betrayers. Christ instructed his followers to do the same for one another. Billy Graham said, The most eloquent prayer is the prayer through hands that heal and bless. The highest form of worship is the worship of unselfish Christian service. The greatest form of praise is the sound of consecrated feet seeking out the lost and helpless. 1 John 4, verse 10 to 14 and 19 says, In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. We love because he first loved us. For sons and daughters of God in Christ, there are no random acts of kindness, but rather acts of intentional kindness led by the Holy Spirit. We love others because God first loved us. We serve with humility because the Son of God humbled himself to serve us. We reconcile with others because God reconciled us to himself through Christ. We love enemies because Jesus loved us when we were enemies. In this kind of love, God perfects his love in us, and our love has a purpose to tell others that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 3. How has your love for others been directed by how they love you, rather than upon how Christ loved you? Question 4. List three people in your life who do not have a relationship with Jesus. How can you love them and tell them of Christ's love? 
You have learned in step seven that turning from sin and dealing with pain is not enough to bring full, lasting recovery. You will experience recovery when you embrace your new identity in Christ and live out the purpose for which God created you, to glorify and enjoy God. As a new creation born to reflect God's image, God will fill you with his eternal love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. This requires a great transformation by God within you through the Spirit as you follow Christ. God loved you first. He sent his Son as a ransom for your sin. He came to live with you by the Spirit. Knowing God deeply and abiding with him will transform you. He will give you a new desire to love him with all of your heart, soul, and mind. He will give you a new love for others out of his love. He will give you courage to focus on Christ during the storms of life. God, through the Holy Spirit, helps you to trust and obey his will, follow Christ, and rely upon him for your needs. In loving the Father, relying upon the Spirit, and following the Son, you will glorify God and find abundant life today. In John 15, verse 7 to 8, Jesus said, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Step 7. We humbly ask God's Spirit to change our hearts and minds in order to fully follow Christ. If you are ready to fully follow Christ and rely upon the Spirit to love God and do His will, then pray the closing prayer. The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, change anything keeping me from fully following Christ. I want to love you with all of my heart, soul, and mind. I want to glorify you and enjoy you completely. Now it's time to take action. Next to your question four answers, write down one way that you can demonstrate Christ's love to each of these people sometime in the next month. Ask recovery partners to hold you accountable to do it. Practice memorizing Galatians 5, verse 22 to 25. Read over footprint seven on day six of this week. Begin to think and pray about your personal mission statement. <laughs>